welcome y'all to the Direct Examination Podcast. <laughs> my name is Dane Phillips. And my name is Joseph Bias. So why um, are you lying? Yeah, it's time to have a total ownership or whatever it's called. What's yeah. this new this newfound thing everybody's up to about this complete ownership? You need to extreme ownership. So what extreme had ownership, happened yeah. was um this is take two of the uh, podcast because I forgot to hit take one or hit record on take one. Um, so you're hearing this and it, I promise you, if you don't like this uh, version, the first version was amazing. We um, had some revolutionary <laughs> stuff. Oh my gosh. You know, uh, I didn't think Austin that. Austin was in the middle of his testimony. He was deep into his testimony <laughs> when uh, he just kind of got shot down, uh, you know, and yeah, said, uh, I, by the way, none of this is being recorded. Um, so welcome everybody. Uh, if, if you're listening to us, we have to do all this over again. And I'm so sad. Uh, if you're listening to us, we certainly appreciate it. Um, we know that uh, everybody is going through some stuff right now. We appreciate you taking some time to listen to us. Um, our co-host and the rock upon which we build this uh, podcast um, couldn't make it this time, but we do have two illustrious guests. Um, we're going to speed this part up because we did it already. Hey, that- that went that went a lot smoother than the first go round. So. <laughs> okay, so we have uh, Alex Mindy. Alex Mindy is a 3L student. He was actually the past Student Bar Association president. And we have Austin Nichols. Austin is also a 3L law student. Um, he currently clerks at the Rutherford Law Firm. Obviously, we have these two gentlemen on. They're nearing their date for graduation. Um, they're both law students at the University of South Carolina School of Law. Um, and they're having to navigate dealing with the coronavirus while uh, being in law school. So, guys, first thing, I apologize for the second take uh, to this. But I'm actually going to ask Austin, because we let Alex talk on the first take, we'll let Austin talk first <laughs> on the second take. Austin, um, give us an idea as two uh, individuals who, it's been a while since we've been in law school, you know, this happened right before spring break of your 3-0 year. Give us an idea of kind of the mindset, the morale, um, what ha- what was going on and what has happened uh, this semester um, dealing with the coronavirus. Well, I think for all of us, it was a, a big shock. And uh, like Alex said, in, in the first take, you know, they have <laughs> went to pass fail on the, the grading, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with it. It was beneficial for me, but I know a lot of individuals, particularly 3Ls, you know, weren't, were not happy with the pass fail. Um, but uh, like Alex said before, um, I think the, the school did a great job of managing uh, everything to the best that they, best they could. And you can't, um, uh, no one's going to be happy in the situation. There's really, there, I mean, nobody wins uh, in all of this. In the ideal world, none of this ever happens. Um, and so if, if the worst that we have to deal with is pass fail, um, then I think we're okay. Uh, there are people, you know, losing lives every day and, and suffering from all of this. Um, but, but the morale, I mean, it, it, it hurt a lot of people because you're used to seeing, you know, these students every single day and, and going to class with them, going to see professors, whether we like it or not, or whether we, we pretend to hate it. You know, I, I really miss being in school actually. Um, I, I hated being in class, but I, I actually miss being in school. I miss seeing your bug, Austin. Yeah, same, same. And so <laughs> it, it really it throws you off, kind of you know, just waking up and like, man, I don't, I don't have school to go to. So maybe 
you know, it was a wait till you have start. a job you got to go to. Right, right, <laughs> right. I mean, that's the the Rutherford Law Firm is still open and, and practicing, so I've been getting going there. And I'm like, oh man, this is not as fun as they made it seem. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Alex. What about you? Um, so wait, you know, and Alex, you were saying you were sitting. I mean, let's. I want to recreate how he just quickly just transitioned to the the name drop. Of, I mean, uh, so it was. I mean, it was also weird so fast on how the coronavirus thing went down. We were we were practicing for AAJ, the mock trial tournament, which I got it wrong the first time, so happy to get it right the second time. Nice, good. Um, and you were sitting you, down you. with the dean. You were sitting just chilling well, with the so, dean. So so well so we had like a, they had a, some kind of event going on at the law school and Dean Wilcox kind of came in the room at like 10 30 at night and was just kind of watching us do our final run through and he just kind of looked at me and was just kind of watching us and I was like and I kind of went over there and said hey and and he would just look at me and he's like hey it's going to be one more week of school like one more week we're gonna have an extra week off after spring break and I was like well what are you going to do and he was just like figure this out and I mean that's just kind of like I the the gist of coronavirus is just figure this out and um you know also making some great points i mean it's hard not waking up and trying to hop on your laptop to go to school right. every day and try to listen to a topic like i don't know secure transactions uh, cough cough <laughs> but i mean at the same time it's 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 hard it's right. it's hard to do and and that's the kind of reality of it is it's a new order. You have to be disciplined. I loved my schedule that I was on where I woke up at seven o'clock, enjoyed a cup of coffee and went to school and then, you know, kind of went to, went through all my classes throughout the day, had my lunch planned out, yada, yada, yada. But now all of a sudden is, you know, I just have to wake up in bed and hop on my laptop. It's just, it's, it's weird. It's, 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 it's hard. And, and it was just, it's, it's, it's been difficult definitely to finish up the year. Well, and if I and if I can, yeah, I, go ahead. I, I I should have said this before, but I mean, really, I feel blessed that where I clerk at, it, it's still open because Todd allowed me to come in and, and do my work at some points of the of the day. Um, and he's allowed me to take my exams at work. So it's, it's given me. And to be honest, you know, and make money. Like that's that's a thing. Yeah, I mean that, that's a big part of it. Um, yeah, yeah, and, Sh and Shelly Lee too. So shout out Shelly Lee. Yeah, we we've been open as well. But I I can't I can't imagine. Uh, I know there are probably other people like me where I can't just wake up and just do work at home. Uh, it, it, I don't, I have to get outside of my environment to and and go do some work. I can't just sit in in the house. And so I mean I'm really lucky, and I know a lot of students are not necessarily in that situation. So. Well, there's two things I wanted. So Alex, oh, in the first go round, uh, had did such a great job of uh, telling uh, how well the faculty and students had all come together and kind of everything was, I mean, it, he was almost pitching for a faculty position. I mean, he was he praised, he praised <laughs> the law one. school. He praised the law school so well. So I wanted to put that on there. I hate that we didn't get it recorded because he really did sing the praises. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Joseph's like, come on, dude. But uh, but he really <laughs> did sing the praises. You know, of course, uh, that of everything that law school did to get that accomplished. And then the second thing is Austin. Uh, whenever uh, Joseph stopped him. So I'm going to keep throwing some zingers. Uh, was about to go into the fact that he's, although this was such a, such a negative thing and there's so many, you know, there's always the glass half full that because of this adversity, because of this tragedy, 
there's going to be a lot of positive things that come out of it, that it's going to push the law school to do things differently that are, that are in a good way for the students. It's going to be a positive impact. Uh, positive things have already, we've already seen the ripple effect in the legal community. And so I think you're right, Austin, that's the best way to look at it. You know, we need to look at also the good things that come from this instead of focusing solely on, uh, you know, the bad stuff, obviously. Right. Right. And Dane, if I can reiterate on that a little bit, a little bit more, you know, a lot of a lot of the candidates in, in our dean search while, while we're looking for a, a new dean of the USU um, School of Law, you know, a lot of them are talking about different ways that they can adapt and advance USC law. There's there's a lot of opportunity here, especially in the environment that we're in. It's it's similar probably to an environment that, um, I don't know, Joseph, were you around in 2009, 2010 when the yeah, recession was Yeah, I, mean, I graduated 2010. Dane, you were 2011? No, right. we're to, yeah. We're to, yeah, we're together. We were 20, yeah, so yeah, 2010. both 2010. That's it, yeah, and it's the same, I mean, it's oh, yeah, a similar situation. And you're, I mean, you're trying to, you're trying to build off of a lot of positivity in a, in a lot of these times of these meetings I keep saying about South Carolina is, you know, the, the school itself is in a position to, you know, it's like the train. It's like a bullet train. You know, it's sitting mm -hmm. on the tracks. It's ready to go and it's ready to leave the station. Now the coronavirus has put a little blockade on it. But you know, what can we do to get past that? And, and what can we do to go forward? And there's a lot of different little variations. And the school is doing a great way to explore that. Well, one of and, the. Go ahead. Go ahead, Austin. And there's a, a, a another weird part of this too that uh, for the students. I don't know if Alex or other students feel this way, but my parents and my family and everybody, they were so upset that we're not going to have graduation. When oh, 1,000%. I was upset about that, not and, being on the horseshoe. And, 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 and I'm upset rate. too, but then there's a part of me that's like, there's so much other stress going on with the anticipation for the bar and everything too. It was almost like, I mean, I really wanted to have a graduation, but it's like, that's really kind of so far down my priority list. Right. I, I do have to say the school, I mean, they did do it after the bar exam. The, right, the new right. anticipated graduation is after the bar exam, which is very nice of them to do. I mean, I, I do wish that it was on the horseshoe because I mean, so, that's, you know, I went guys, to South Carolina. I wanted to be on the horseshoe. So, so for, for those, because this is news to me. So the law schools decided to do graduation after you guys take the bar exam. And, but it's, it's not going to be. A, 13th, I think okay. August 13th. But yeah, it's not so. going to be on the horseshoe. Is that what you're saying? No, Coger Center would be in the Coger Center. Gotcha. Um, and I guess I can go ahead and ask you guys this question now. There's been some talk about whether we need to move the bar exam, whether keep it at the same time, or we're going to, you know, what we're going to do about that. Uh, from what I hear now, it's, you know, going forward as is. Uh, do you guys think so. that that's a good idea? Do you think that's a good decision? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you I, like 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 with the law school, you have a lot of opportunity here. You know, you could ex technically experiment with, you know, um, what was it Dip diploma privilege or, you know, something something other than the bar exam. in South Carolina could lead um, a as a conservative state could could lead into something, you know, a little bit more progressive and, and could be interesting to see. 
I also do want to take the bar exam before the whole reason of taking the bar exam and, you know, being one of those guys that says, you know, Hey, I want to pass the bar exam and, and, and okay. take it. And I was mean, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. with you. I, I couldn't go with them on that one. <laughs> so, I was going to say Alex. I mean, that's what no one would worry about it. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, there's, I mean, you guys are, you guys are all great, but you know, there are some of those, you know, hard, hard-ass lawyers out there that you know you know pass the bar exam oh this guy's a scrub you know i know yeah, I, mean, I, mean, look. I mean come on but at, at the same time i mean i i would be very happy to see them go in a direction where they do something different than the bar exam or try something else i mean i don't know if it's it's sitting us all out on williams bryce to, to make sure we, we're all socially distant <laughs> apart but um, in the middle I mean, of july <laughs> Right I mean, in the, the middle, middle of July, July Williams <laughs> Price, everybody everyone's, everyone's seven gonna, seats uh, apart. Clothes. Yeah, everyone's I mean, gonna wear workout know, clothes in that stadium. You know? I, I've always Water, said that the bar exam is nothing more than a hazing event. It doesn't have any <laughs> any type of relevancy as to whether you're going to be a good lawyer or That's what it feels like. Or, 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 it's really a hazing event. It's a, a boot camp, of, so to speak. And so I think Alex just wants to say, you know, that he received his paddling. <laughs> right. He wants to right. be able to tell, tell those younger lawyers, well, when I got, <laughs> when I got the paddling. Right. Uh, Austin, opinion. what about you when it comes to the bar? Uh, I mean, I, I hope they, they do it on time. Uh, and not just for myself, but for all of us, I mean, if we, the longer we take to take, the, the longer they push back taking the bar, the longer we find out our results, the longer we have to wait to become lawyers. So, uh, I mean, I, I hope they, I hope they do it on time and we can just kind of get it done and, and get it out the way because it's going to be painful one way or another. So I'd rather just go ahead and get it out the way now. But, but the, the idea of skipping it altogether is not a horrible <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it's interesting with the UBE, right? Because you got 16 right. other states or more. I mean, so and one of those being New York, I think it's going to be interesting to see how how that plays out when right. some of the states possibly are going to delay Which, it for many more months. And you, right. they're not going to have a separate exam, and you can't have people taking yeah. the exam early. And then, I mean, that, I, there's going to be all I, kinds of problems. Right. There's no way New York can do that. Yeah, and I think that's why, you know, that's why the silence, you know, there's just been a silence from, you know, the Supreme Court about what's it's going to do, but it's because now it's on the UBE, and that's kind of what we've been told. It's right. on the UBE, we're going to figure out what the UBE states are going to do, and we're going to go figure out, you know, what they do, and we come to a consensus and go from there. And I don't know what the, the consensus is. That's the added stress and fear, and and I, I keep saying all the time is like fear spreads more than this virus does. And it's, I mean, it's spread into so many aspects of life and it just kind of builds up more stress. than. than, than and, I mean, sure. I sure. I can enjoy, you know, celebrating the last day of law school today, but you know, I, the goal is to ultimately be attorney. The goal is not to just right. complete law school. The goal is to be an attorney. So, you know, that extra added layer of stress is right there. Yeah. And you know, thinking back to when Dana and I were in law school and kind of dealing with a similar version to this, obviously very different circumstances, right. you know, it, it, no jobs. You, yeah. Well, with the no jobs or decreasing amount of jobs, it's, you know, people don't talk about the financial impact of it where, right. you know, I'm taking right. out student loans to live during the semester. And if I'm lucky, maybe I saved enough from working or saved enough right. from student loan to right. live through the bar exam. Right. 
if they delay the bar exam, where am I paying for, you know, a place to live? Where am I paying, you know, for food and stuff? So I get on the reason not to delay it. But on the other hand, you know, you guys are in a crisis. This is a national crisis to where you're, you've been at home for long. And by the way, I'm like Austin, I can't be at home and study and, and, and be at my best productivity i have to go somewhere no no i'm i yeah i gotta get somewhere else either and and, but but joseph you make a good good point there at the same time like you know austin and i both have judicial clerkships lined up you know it's a government job you know we've got benefits we've got pay for the next year you know that might not be true for a little bit of the student body that took traditional yeah for most of us that took the most of us that took the legal jobs i mean they can't even interview right now Right, yeah, I can't even get an interview. I mean, you got to do everything over Zoom, and you know, do y'all that's ha- a hurdle. And, I mean, do y'all have any idea what the employment rate was? I mean, ours was abysmal. I mean, less than, mm-hmm. I think, 20%. I don't I think, think was, that'll come out until later, but it's, yeah, it's they, not good. They calculated employed six months after, you know, up until six months after graduation. Reportedly, ours was 8%, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, that makes you spit out your wine. So, um, so uh, what Joseph said after the bar exam, I literally had like ten dollars to my name. I, I was that I was that broke. Yeah, and uh, I ended up taking a, a non-legal job in uh, Barnwell, South Carolina, driving an hour and a half just to be able to pay the bills and support me and my uh, fiance at the time, who was in law school and having to do that. So. It's we, and I was we, a hearing officer for unemployment. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's we understand it being difficult, and I, I guess the to kind of look at the future and not to be too depressing, but right. do you guys have concerns about with the economy being what it is? You know, like you said, both of you are fortunate enough to have something lined up for a year. After that, none of us know. Um, are right. there concerns about through with the law school population about you know the economy and jobs and where things going to have like again with the caveat that you two are admittedly right. more fortunate than most austin right. austin yeah 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 uh yeah i i hear from a, a lot of students and a lot of friends that they're worried about and not not even just three l's but two l's and one l's like how is that going to impact me later on for one else this is the time to get your summer clerkship and to to build on for the rest of law school and we don't know and in south carolina i mean a lot of our firms are smaller so the impact that this is having on small businesses like are there going to be jobs two three years from now um are they going to be looking to bring on you know young associates down the road i mean we would think yes i'm not sure how long it took you all to recover from the recession so I mean, if y'all were in 2010, I mean, I, it, it doesn't I mean, look promising. I, I, I will say that one of the big frustrations, and, I, you know, I'll let Dane speak for himself. But for me, <laughs> one of the big frustrations was it wasn't like the big firms. It was not the, the Nelson mm-hmm. Mullins and stuff. Because, frankly, that didn't concern me because I was never going to get a job there anyway. Right. I didn't want a job. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they didn't want it. I wanted the money, but, you know, but to me, what it was is like these small to mid-sized firms that got mm-hmm. hit by uh, the reception and that none of them were hiring and none of them, you know, you couldn't 
get a job as a law clerk, which means you had to apply with no real experience and you're just kind of out there. And then what makes it worse is that everybody is trying to do the same thing. So you have your maybe one or two, maybe five people for, I don't know, that had their guaranteed jobs. And then everybody else is just like hustling, like using every connections, like blind sending resumes, doing whatever (laughs) you can to get, you know, to get your foot in the door. Right. We're all in the same boat. I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that, like the two L's, like my, my girlfriend's a two L and she's like, luckily working for Richards and Plowden, and they're keeping her on um, this year. But, you know, a lot of two L's that I've spoken to have gotten their job offers remote, right. hold, you know, I mean, they're pulling them like it's nobody's business and they're trying to figure out, you know, what to do. And I mean, you know, we, we joke around. It's like, what do you want to do? It's like a black market uh, public defender or something like that, <laughs> like pro say black market public. But, it, but, but I mean, they don't have a place to turn to. I don't know if you go back home and work for the local law firm down, mm-hmm. down the street, but, um, you know, or you send blind resumes, but that problem is, is very much so existent. I mean, when, when it comes to pass this clerkship, okay, you know, I'm guaranteed a salary for one year, maybe two if they keep me on, you know, that, that's all just a, 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 a fun dance. But at the end of the day, you know, you gotta, you gotta be praying for like a vaccine or something like that. Now you yeah. gotta pray for, for something that to happen, give it a year, you know, to kick in, give it a year to work, give it a year, you know, to kind of, to kind of get the economy back going, get life back to normal, get la- relaxed social distance rules and stuff like that. You kind of go through there. It's, it's just interesting on how this is all going to play out, especially going further. And I think Austin, I can both relate. I mean, sure. We're set for a year, but, that's about it and it's not really being set and and on the positive on the positive end of the spectrum i'm i'm really curious to see the new norm of the of the profession so i mean like at at work now we're doing so many uh you know bond hearings or there's so many hearings that we're doing by by way of zoom or webex or whatever it is and so I'm really curious to see if this is going to be a new norm versus having, you know, more of the in-person traditional style. And I mean, that would be cool. But at the same time, you know, for me being a young lawyer, I wonder if it's going to give me a leg up and advantage or if it's going to set me back not being able to, to really know how to do the traditional. Let me go to the to the clerk's office and file this hard copy paperwork. Right. Well, so I can jump in. So doing a WebEx bond hearing, I did one the you know the other day, and I can tell you that as far as the filing's concerned, God knows I, whatever's easier to get it done electronically, that's a that's a benefit for us. The yeah. I I would God if if we went towards a more of a standard where we did WebEx type bond hearings as as the standard, I I, I would not be happy for you because as a young lawyer. You know, you you learn a lot, even in the small hearings, learning kind of your tone, uh, the way to craft your arguments. And although the hearing is not the same as, say, a murder trial, but it's a great learning experience for a young lawyer, uh, you know, you, whether you end up being uh, private practice or uh, solicitor, public defender, whatever, what have you. But, the, you know, those hearings are where you learn your courtroom presence, even, you know, even mm-hmm. in the small hearings. And I would hate it. I can promise you. You do. You won't have the same effects or the same learning experience 
doing it through WebEx. And, that, yeah, and that's I mean, what I'm scared of. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a concern for the clerkship, too. I mean, I mean, we're doing everything via WebEx, via Cisco, uh, via yeah, Zoom, sure. you know, via everything. I mean, it, I mean, Austin, I mean, I, both of us were in the criminal practice clinic with Professor Gaines. I mean, we benefited, I've benefited tremendously from doing the fun Thanks. bond hearing in the municipal court. I mean, I'm his favorite, but that, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I would love, would like think about taking a clinic next year. Like, if we, if we could send clinic over Zoom, I don't know how that, how the heck we could do well, that, you know? I taught the um, civil litigation capstone, and we had to make a dramatic shift in our uh, class. Oh, because, yeah, that's this semester. Yeah, because that was, you know, when we came back from spring break, all of a sudden, you know, they couldn't interview witnesses um, that they, we had scheduled for them to interview these fake witnesses. And then the end of the class was a mediation. And so on one hand, it's positive because, okay, if this is our world now, I'm teaching you all how to do a Zoom mediation. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, it takes away from the educational part of it when one, it's a Zoom mediation. So if I'm telling my students to dress up at home, it takes a little, it's, you know, it's a little <laughs> bit different than presenting and um, in, in person. But the other part of this is in, you all mentioned it, everything's pass fail now. So, you know, I love my class. I love my students, but it does definitely take some of the zing out of the class if everybody pretty much knows that they're going to pass because they've been working hard all semester. So, mm -hmm. um, and that was yeah. a non-exam class. Hour. So I was curious if, you know, if you guys have had those experience as you've, you know, the second semester of, uh, of your 3.0 year and the second half of it, have your professors started to integrate things to where, you know, you think it could help you in practice, whether it be, like you said, the Zoom um, hearings and, and, um, online classes and stuff like that that you think could help you going forward? I was going to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, Austin and I had employment discrimination, which was uh, via Blackboard Connect, and I think uh, Professor Sonner did a really good job of conducting that class through Blackboard. I mean, other than like trying to prepare for real life, you know, no, I, I mean, the, the, the closest I've come to kind of seeing a, a practical of how we're going to transition into this new world was really just my interview with my judge. I mean, he basically just showed me, he's like, hey, here's where the, you know, the computer is set up and here's where the camera is and, you know, here's where we do everything. That's about it. I mean, that's, that's pretty much about my only kind of experience with this and I, and I think that just and that's not a knock to the professors or the education or anything like that that's just a you know it, it's hard to teach a class and, and, and kudos to you Joseph for 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 trying to show a way of how to how to transition into, right. into, oh, into I, can't into record, that. Yes, I can't record a Prof. podcast but I could uh, teach a course apparently Prof professor Bias <laughs> and but 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 that's what I'm saying is is I mean I mean, I took classes that weren't very practical. And I think if I maybe took a clinic or something like that, then, you know, maybe we would have had that experience. But, you know, Austin, I took our clinic in the fall. So, you know, we're used I'm, to I'm honestly regular. impressed with how smooth it went. I mean, there are, um, there yeah, are me too, definitely hiccups. But, I mean, I, I thought as far as the online learning, whether it was pre-recorded lectures or uh, like with Signer or, or with Cherry, like doing it 
live and doing it, you know, by whatever platform, I, I thought it went pretty smooth and I was really impressed with that. Yeah, and, and that's and then maybe we should go give a shout out to Dean Gary Moore then because right. Dean Moore Dean right, Moore right. Dean Moore did a right. very good job of, of with this transition because I mean it I mean, I was thinking, you know, we went and held our SBA elections, you know, as quickly as we could because of the fact we were afraid that everybody was just going to lose interest, just not going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Right. And that's fair. I mean, that's fair to think. I mean, I mean, by by the time these exams came a little bit louder ago, I'm, I'm losing my interest slowly but surely. But at the end of the day, you know, it's it, it it's been a hard transition, and Dean Moore and his staff. And the yeah, IT department at the go. law school has been very awesome. I mean, they've been incredible with making it as, as seamless and effortless as possible. As you all go towards the bar exam this summer, and um, I'm assuming both of you are taking South Carolinas, uh, or I guess it yep. does that even matter yep. anymore. I guess, yeah, anyway. No, um, it does a little bit. So, as you all go, what are some things that, as our representatives of uh, law students that you think that the legal community generally can do to support our uh, young counterparts, our, our, you know, burgeoning attorneys, because, you know, there's going to be a time where we as older lawyers are going to have to reach out and support. And it's one of the things that, um, you know, I'm passionate about because I feel like I didn't have that when I was coming out. So what are things that you think that the bar in general or the young lawyers division um, could do to help you guys and support not only this summer, but kind of going forward? I'm big on mentorship. Um, yeah, I've, I've been big on mentorship for a while. That's the first so thing I think of. I, I, I think that that, that mentorship and and it doesn't even have to be uh like a, a real personal or in-depth mentor professional mentorship but i mean i feel like and, and y'all would know better than we would but i think this practice can be very competitive and so i mean and we're coming into this really blind i mean I, at least i recognize that i'm you know very wet behind the ears and so i'm gonna really want you know some several people or as many people as possible to be like hey look here's some do's and don'ts or look go here or talk to this person or you know just just little things or take let me jump yeah yeah let me jump in there so i think even though this question's for y'all i think uh, the real answer is y'all need to uh, lawyers are not going to call you so what needs to happen is i and this is the best advice i can give uh some of the best advice and it's been true in my career you need to find, identify those mentors, find the best lawyers in your community and call them. And I promise you those lawyers, the reason they're the best lawyers is for, you know, the million attributes that go into to being the best lawyer. They will help you. They will give you the advice you need. They will give you the tips, you know, the pitfalls to avoid. Uh, so you need to identify at least three to five lawyers in your community to reach out to, to call, uh, to you know, cold call, send emails, and if you got to send more than one, that's fine. Yeah. But say, I just want a quick phone call. You know, I'd love to pick your brain about this. This is my situation, and I think you're going to reap uh, uh, the biggest reward yeah. that you that you could ever imagine if you, if you're prepared for it and have the right questions. You're going to find that these lawyers. I mean, Joseph's like you know the community service machine. This man's given back to giving back to the bar left and right. I mean, look, you're the, he's yeah, the, the young lawyer yeah. of the year. But, but what I'm saying is 
that you, if you call the right lawyers, they're not going to hesitate to help you. So I would I'd say for all the law students listening, uh, because I think there is going to be a big collateral effect, not only to your class, but like you said, the two, two L's and one L's that are going to probably be in a worse position and more like what Joseph and I faced in 2010 because of the economy, where they're going to have to be in that same position too. They need to start finding those three to five lawyers or maybe even more to be their mentors, so to speak. I think right, it, right before we uh, started recording this podcast, I got an email uh, you know, court news update where the required lawyer mentoring is actually suspended. Uh, the Supreme mm. Court has mm. suspended that mm. requirement right now. Uh, they, it encourages you to do it, but obviously given right. the extraordinary circumstances that we're living in, uh, it's currently, I think, suspended. So again, I briefly looked at it before we started, but yeah, I, please, y'all, young lawyers, reach yeah. out. Well, Dan, the, Dan, Dan, I, I wanted to bring up a, a quick point, you know, um, you know, I was kind of meddled into this job opportunity before I ended up taking my clerkship, but, you know, Judge Madden in uh, Greenville is a newly elected family court judge, and what, something what he did this year was instead of taking um, an administrative assistant, you know, he is going to bring on a law clerk. Um, he's going to use those funds to bring on a law clerk instead. And so creating those new positions and doing stuff like that, I think, could be, you know, somewhat of a stepping stone for, you know, trying to survive this, you know, going forward, you know, whether it lasts a year, two years, three years, whatever. But, um, you know, luckily, I think we're in the position that we are. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Dane. I never turned down a law student who is asking for, you know, advice, help, whatever, you know, we're all lawyers. So we like talking about ourselves anyway. So that always gives me an opportunity to do that. So, you know, that's an added plus, but, you know, I do think there's some onus on us as lawyers and even, I don't know if we're even technically young lawyers, but young ish lawyers, you know, (laughs) to reach out to law students. We know reach out to people who, you know, there's going to be a lot of students looking for jobs. There's going to be a lot of, you know, people scrambling for opportunities. And even if you don't have the opportunity to pay someone, you may be able to have someone sit in your office or to, you know, shadow you to provide mentoring, like Austin said, to provide something to make their situation a little bit better. Um, You know, personally, and again, I'm going back to me, if when I was in the situation that you guys are in, you know, food was a thing and, uh, you know, I don't miss a lot of meals now, but back then, you know, it's (laughs) like, okay, well, what am I going to eat? So, Hey, once this social distancing thing clears up, take a law student to lunch, go buy a law student to drink, go buy a bar person to drink, like reach out to do that. And I promise you, it's going to, you know, you'll get it back tenfold. And, jo- and Joseph, I think I think you guys have laid the framework to for people like Austin and I to both do do something like that, you know, to to mentor kids, you know, throughout law school, you know, Austin and I are both on the mock trial team. We've had you, we've had Brett Bain, we've had, um, you know, several other mentors. Man, Brett line, found you know. a way to make it into the episode. Brett makes it into every podcast somehow. I mean, even Austin and I, at the end of court, we met a, lot, a bunch of, you know, just outstanding attorneys and individuals. I mean, 
you know, the law school does a great job of providing us opportunities like that. You know, something like that is just something to harp on. And, and for me, it's saying, okay, well, the law school provide that opportunities. I want to provide that to, you know, future law students and future and future students of the law. Yeah, because you never know. In ten years, uh, the next uh, you know recession may come around, and uh, you never know where you'll be. Um, guys, this has been a a great conversation. Uh, I I'm springing this on you, so we can um, edit it out if we don't have anything for it. But we usually end our episodes with a war story. This is some funny, you know, poignant story that comes up from practice. Now, you guys aren't even in practice yet, but I'm wondering if you have a war story from your virtual classes <laughs> or from your virtual exams, something yeah, virtual that... virtual war story. Yeah, a virtual <laughs> war story for our virtual podcast here. I've, I've got one. I, I've got I've got one. Um, so we have the nicest advanced legal writing professor of all time, Deborah Morgan. She works for the Court of Appeals. She is. She's she is awesome. I love I love Deborah Morgan so much. But um, we were all kind of confused on whether we had a last class or not because she covered all the material in the previous class, and so you know she had covered all the material, and so we're wondering we're like, okay, well, are we having class or are we not having class? And apparently she had this really long, you know, just like well thought out speech about how we were going to be great lawyers and all this kind of stuff. And I get a text like 20 minutes into the class, and it's like, hey, we're having class today. And so I sign on in and all of us like show up at once. And she just got so happy to see all of us at once and continue her speech. <laughs> and it was, it was really nice to see her. She's the sweetest lady in the whole wide world. And I hope she gets a little, sh- little shout out. So I've enjoyed my time with her. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> well, what about you? Sweet and sentimental. Mine's more embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> we're fine with that. We're fine with that. We were on, um, and I don't even know if, if Alex saw it, but we were on the, the blackboard for um, employment discrimination. And it was the first class. And I guess I was just, I was one of the people on there early. I don't know why he, he likes to pick on me to, to talk. But he was like, hey, Austin, can you, can you raise your hand? There's a button that says you yeah. can raise your hand. He's like, so can you raise your hand to make sure that it's working? And I'm just sitting there on the screen <laughs> like this with my hand raised in the video and I'm just sitting here and I'm just kind of looking around just kind of waiting and uh and Dean Moore has a message to say Austin he means the the button on the bottom and so now I look like an idiot because I'm just sitting there on the screen with my hand up instead of hitting the button that's pretty good yeah that's that's good well guys um yeah, on behalf of the Direct Examination Podcast, uh, first thing, thanks for joining us. But also, like I said, we know that this is a, um, a interesting time going forward. Uh, if you're a law student, like Dane said, you know, go find them. Call us. Yeah, go yeah. give us a call. Not necessarily us at the podcast direct. No, you know, call Joe. Call Joe. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> call, call a lawyer in your practice group who you admire, who you think you can learn from. Um, because I would say 99 times out of 100, they'll answer the call and they want to help you. You'll, you'll be shocked at how helpful, uh, how much help <laughs> they'll be. And how much, you know, like I said, people have gone through things like this, maybe not exactly this, but they've gone through their own um, trauma. So um, we, we, both, we both went through, went through <laughs> our own fires. The... Ain't that the truth? So gentlemen, you guys are, are you know, going into a wonderful time this summer studying for the bar. So good luck yes. to you. Um, and uh, maybe we will have you on down the road 
after your bar, after the clerkship to, to talk about where we're at, where you're at at that time. But um, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we really appreciate y'all's insight on um, coronavirus and law school. Yeah, anytime, Joseph. Anytime. Yeah, and, man. and this being my thank first so time much. on here, thank you for having me on. And uh, you two speak about mentorship have given me a lot of advice and mentorship since I've met you also. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, anytime. Thank you both. Thank you both. Look, you I had to coach Austin in uh mock trial. So I, I you know, now that I'm not now that I don't have to yell at him, we have a great uh, much better relationship. Hey, you're not the only one that had that experience. <laughs> That's right. Oh, we have a support group. We have a group text of people who coach Austin be like, uh, how you doing today? How you getting through things? Um the gentlemen have authorized me to share their Twitter handles so you can oh, reach Alex Mindy at M E N de 2032 um for our future president there and then you can yes, uh find uh the super drake fan <laughs> at real austin drake uh that is my actual middle name so. yeah sure 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 <laughs> um anyway gentlemen thank you so much for uh, joining us you can uh, always follow the podcast at sc law pod you can follow my uh, present co-host dane at sc criminal lawyer Crim Lawyer. You can follow my not present co-host, Amber, at Red Judicata. And you can follow me at Joseph P. Bias. Um, guys, sorry that I uh, didn't record the first version of this. Um, <laughs> no, it was good. Second version was better. Good. That's right. Second, second, second verse better than the first. Hey, hey, that's what I've always told we'll about never, my grades. Hey, we'll, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good point. Y'all won't know anyway. Um, <laughs> Dane, y'all take care, uh, and uh, we'll see you next week on the pod. Thanks, everybody. Thank